Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Raw Impressions. I believe this is episode number 40. Lou is reunited with his four truck. Yay. Nothing hurts. song mm-hmm. as he was singing the other day yeah she was just belting that out over and over again it sort of worked for me because i was thinking of it in terms of uh how you're supposed to feel apparently if you're like a spiritually enlightened person nothing hurts nothing hurts you just somehow just sort of glide through it well, I don't know if that's true. If a spiritually higher person would say that nothing ever hurts, I would say they maybe have the tools to get back to no hurt, maybe was, simpler, faster than we do. Indeed, that was a simplification on my part. <laughs> well, I'm reading this meditation book right now, <clears throat> and uh, she's, you know, considered a teacher. I, I crap i don't remember her name pema. so pema is her first name but pema chodron oh well there you go yeah, i've seen the book okay i remember things occasionally <clears throat> so um i'm working my way through the book and i am taking meditation zoom classes once a week as well and uh i'll say that she's very kind at reminding us that we're trying to make friends with our mind mm. and that that's a process um, so, you know, when you kind of like anything fall off the wagon, you just got to get back on. I have to say it kind of, I, I, I've, I've been sort of congratulating myself lately for making spiritual progress. Mm-hmm. You know, I do a lot of time inside my own head listening to my very severe tinnitus, but also the thoughts in my head, just thinking about it, breathing deep. And, uh, and I, I feel like I make progress and then these old voices start to creep in again Mm, you know i do and i do it's uh and then you slip up and i slip up and it i don't know maybe it's it's that in combination with i just got back home from a long bit of touring you you you, uh izzy and myself did what was it like a month like a whole month yeah at least well it was yeah, it was about that. <clears throat> so uh, then I was only home for three days. Um, I know. In which yeah. I worked on a film soundtrack on the, oh, during those three days. Can you days. say that? 
I can. Oh, okay. I think it's further. I think it's progressed enough now that I can just say it. Okay. Working was, on a film soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and then I left right away for another kind of almost three weeks. Yeah. And uh, so I've gotten home and I don't know what to do with myself. I feel a little bereft. It's been a bumpy landing. Yeah. Yeah. Like bumpier than usual, it feels like. Yeah. Maybe because we, when I was home for those three days, I was working, so we didn't really sort of re- reconnect and land here together, and then I was just whisked away again mm-hmm. on the bus with my bros, my dino bros. Yeah. And I think that when you come back from, well, you know, the thing is, like, it's an odd life, right? Because touring does give you this opportunity to forget life for a while in a way you know what mm. i mean it does like you don't have to open the mail you don't just another <laughs> reminder <laughs> <laughs> Closing her eyes and grooving, grooving to that. I was just trying to really vibe it there since you put it in there. Mm. I I was just thinking how, you know, touring can really give you this, like, sort of false sense that, like, everything's fine. Because you mm. can't really do anything about your domestic life that's still carrying on while you're gone, right? Mm. You just, you're like, hope it's all going okay back there, you know? Yeah. Good, good luck with that. And it's... uh it's not to say that touring doesn't have its own challenges, but there is a thing when you come back home then and you're like, everything is still there waiting for you and it you have to unpack it and you have to still how was your, how was do your everything. T- how was your landing coming back from our, well, our touring? <laughs> obviously, you know that it, w- it was very challenged for me. I I also had a very very bumpy landing and i remember i was talking to you about it i'm like well you know it can be really difficult to come back from a tour mm-hmm. and i was sort of saying this very knowingly and uh then i landed on this <laughs> one and i'm like god you ouch uh, yeah i you know what really struck me is the feeling of overwhelm because it made it hard for me to know what tasks to do first because they all seemed equally urgent mm. and pressing that then therefore i couldn't do anything yeah. So. <laughs> wow. That's uh, <laughs> it. Was that's like, it. Everything is so deeply important and it must be done right now. I think I got to go lay down. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> Turns out that's not how you chip away at that to-do list, but it's how you sink into a depression, folks. That's how that just, it really just cradles you. The little depression blanket goes right up to your head and you go like, okay, goodbye for a while. Like I've got to ignore all of these things. But then you do have to pull back the covers eventually, put your feet over the bed, put your feet on the ground and go, okay, what next? I had another kind of setback. I um, I went to the Country Music Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and I saw lots of amazing stuff. And there was uh, these uh, suits. They have a, There's actually four of them on the cover of the record. The record is Gilded Palace of Sin by the Flying Burrito Brothers. And the, when I first went to the Country Music Hall of Fame, it, there was not much sort of there was no cosmic country in it this is mm-hmm. what they call it this is the 
you know, the birds, a lot of the late 60s, early 70s, a lot of, a lot of that seemed to be missing from the Country Music Hall of Fame, but that has changed. Mm. And they now have three. I guess I didn't think of the birds as country. Maybe that's why. I don't automatically well, think of them as country. They did a record called Sweetheart of the Rodeo. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of very. Um, and Graham Parsons actually was a member of the birds. Okay. For, for a record. So anyway, I took a picture of, of Grant has a. Or it's Grant. Graham has had a very, very cool nudie suit, which is a sort of country suit. But it had pot leaves on it, mm-hmm. you know, which was super cool. For us record collector types, um, you know, us underground, the things that sort of, um, anyway, that suit was there. So I took a picture and I posted it on Instagram and then I intimated or I said straight up that I thought that Graham Parsons was a teensy overrated, which triggered then like a bunch of comments. And then I found my, I was like, why did I even, I felt like I was, I really regretted saying anything remotely negative. (laughs) <laughs> about about Graham. for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today the timing on that was pretty impeccable. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> Excuse me, everyone. I I just ate a ham and cheese and tomato sandwich that I pressed, and uh, it gave me some phlegm. So go. <laughs> now that I've cleared that out of my throat, and I'm so glad you were all along for listening to that. Dear, your sorry. Go back to your your gram. I felt bad for saying that thing you about gram bad. because I, I used to do this all the time. You say something kind of incendiary, incendiary <laughs> on on Facebook or Instagram, and then then the debate. Kind of you old musician. Sorry uh, to say it, but you older yeah, older you musician really, types kind yeah, of like do to, that. This sucks. Like to throw your weight around yeah, a little oh, bit. Like, well, I've always thought that this sucks, and this people didn't listen to this enough, and this isn't. And I I used to do that a lot, and I kind of enjoyed it. And I so I've dipped my toe back into that with this Graham Parsons saying that Graham Parsons critique. was a teensy critique. And this isn't, but not to say you don't love him as well. I oh mean, no, that's the I, thing. I'm a right. huge, huge fan of the international submarine band and exactly. uh, the first flying burrito brothers record in particular. I enjoy. We can love things that we also critique. It just, but maybe you're saying it shouldn't have been done on social media. I, yeah, I don't want, it just felt just like. Just have that conversation and the, and with Bobby Bear. Something about it, something that I, I did that, and then something about it kind of triggered, and almost like just, I just cut myself down. It's like I had, I felt like I just reverted, just with this tiny thing. I mean, of course, who cares that I said that, but it, 
but somehow it really triggered something in me. And I just, then all of what I had imagined to be progress just started to kind of just fall away. And then I got home and a couple of days ago and I've just been like kind of just stumbling around and I, you know, I, you know what? You have to remember that all your progress is not gone. I know it can feel that way when you're feeling down. I want you to know it's not. And it, it does matter and it does build up over time. It does. And I think even having this conversation is a testament to that because you're able to go like, okay, I identified why maybe I got a little triggered that and obviously all of the, you know, many responsibilities of coming back into day to day parenthood and domestic life. It's a lot, you know, know it's also what's also happening is like this happens after after I've done a record or I've played tours like I really I do really enjoy playing my own songs and but then there always has to be some moment where I go where I really feel like in a really visceral way, like I'm not done. I need to write more songs. I need to write better songs or I'll like, I, I don't know. The other day I heard garden in which I had started to, I was like, wow, that's, that's a good song that I wrote and been really proud of it. And then I heard it the other day and I was like, it's not that good. And I, this is just me. It's, this is just part of the, the process, you know, like I have to reach, I have to hit these lows in order to like, really get back the mojo to, to really write again and, and to do better, you know, and, but it's like, Oh, I have to hit these lows. And I just wasn't expecting it. Like I heard, you know, we were working on the, on the, cause I do an acoustic version of garden for this film soundtrack that we're working on. I think that's okay to say that. Okay. I, my eyes went <laughs> it's, it's big. Really I didn't that, know, I didn't know if this was it's se- not that secret. We're sort of in the, in the later stages of this and it's, I, I, I don't know what the life of this will be. I don't know how far this will reach. Um, but, um, I will certainly make something available to people to hear at some point, but, um, boy, I had a really low moment listening to garden and I was like, Oh, you know, because mm. I kind of build myself up, you know, through shows and I, I really do feel confident and I, it's a wonderful feeling, you know, and then like, I think this come down is normal. I do. I do too. I, yeah. I, I know it's normal, but yeah. I guess, I mean, it doesn't make it easier to feel, but I, I guess, cause I, I guess I've had, I don't know. There's just like, I think when we did the tour together, there was a certain real high, high about that. It was like very high. It was like, yeah. cause I was like, I didn't feel isolated. Touring can feel so isolating. Mm-hmm. And I was with Izzy. So I was with a, ch- with a child really experiencing. She's seven. So it's like, we're really. Lou. Lou. <laughs> oh God. It's <laughs> you track me. Graham Parsons and apology. Mm. You do. Yeah. Okay. You love, love, you love my songs. <laughs> Luke, this, this is Graham. You should apologize. Yeah. Luke, you play one of his songs. You know, play one of his songs that you know you love. You love... There you, are several. There are, there are many. You love my Gilded Ballads of Sin LP with the Flying Burrito Brothers, and you love Blue Eyes by the International Submarine Band. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. Sometimes I get upset. Bad. I don't have time to think, and so I get real bad. 
I pull my hair and find somewhere that I can be alone And when I do, I think of you And I hurry home I've got chores to keep me busy I've got to keep my time A pretty girl to love me With the same best name as mine And when the flowers wilt A big old quilt to keep us warm I got the sun to see your green eyes Tonight you're in my arms Sometimes I get unwound When fancy cars drive past Money don't get me down But I can't make it last I bite my nails and if that fails I go get myself stoned But when I do I think of you Head myself back home I got chores to keep me busy I got to keep my time A pretty girl to love me With the same best name as mine Flowers will, they go quill to keep us warm. I got the sun to see your green eyes, and tonight you're in my arm. I got the sun to see your green eyes, and tonight you're in my arm. Oh, Lou, I think you still, you still, you still. Lou, what? That was, that was a terrible, terrible, terrible version of myself. Parsons an apology after that. That, that almost that feels, feels spiteful, what you just did. Um, it, it wasn't, Graham, I, I changed, <laughs> for one thing, I changed it to Green Eyes, because Adele has green eyes. Oh. Uh, I love that song, and I wanted to, but I got, I got my synthesizer back, I got one of my synthesizers back, and I wanted to use it, sort of stretch it out and use it, so I decided to use it on your cover, Graham. Um... I thought just doing it on acoustic guitar would be a little, it's, it's too stock. It's like, it's normal. It's expected. You know? What's the name of that song? It's called Blue Eyes. Oh. And it's on the International Submarine Band album. Hey, guess what? Fun fact. What? It's on Lee Hazelwood's uh, record company. Oh, I love him. Yeah, you love Lee. So it's somehow Lee Hazelwood is associated with the International Submarine Band. I it's, love his name too. <clears throat> Lee Hazelwood. He, so I did it kind of in a deeper voice. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I let, you know... I really missed my four track because we've been doing this remote podcasting. Yeah. I don't have, I didn't have my tricks. I love your tricks. I'm really, I'm really um, soaking up all that four track magic right now. Just being in here, I love gone. being, I love being in your little studio yeah, I'm too. Back in my studio, we're in our little spots, looking yeah. at each other. That's so nice. I know, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. We were doing, we were doing remote stuff, and I was, you know, battling with new technology. Hotel rooms, hotel rooms, internets, and I just I started to feel like maybe people, maybe the podcast isn't as good now because mm-hmm. I'm only doing it remotely and I can't do my my incredibly charming tricks on my four track at least to me. Mm-hmm. I guess I I like that aspect. What are we gonna do when you're on the road in September? I don't know. I'm worried about that. I'm a little, Aww. you know, I'm a little concerned about the podcast. Concerned about the podcast and trying to keep it, yeah, you know. special. Do you need to bring a four track with you? Is that not possible? It's possible, but <laughs> I don't know if I want. I already have a lot of stuff I'm lugging around. Yeah, I know. It's a, a lot. lot. I just got to deal with what I got. Just okay. move forward. Okay. Well, each oh. Do you hear that? It's a motorcycle, honey. Yeah. yeah. That was outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's not roaring through our house. <laughs> it's not Rob Halford from Judas Priest come to pay a visit in our living room. No. Speaking of Instagram, his Instagram account makes me smile. Do you follow 
Rob no, Halford? No, but occasionally I just like to check on him. I'll follow him. <laughs> should, sure. <clears throat> I sure. Um, started following Snoop Dogg after Pee Wee died. I figured I needed a... Someone to help you. Yeah, because he posts really goofy stuff. But a lot of it. He almost <clears throat> posts too much. Oh, Snoop, back Snoop, up. like a lot. Back up. A lot of stuff. Is that is that him who's posting it, do you think? Or do There's you... like five or six posts a day. It's a little much. Oh my much. God, really? It's a little much. <gasps> That's a lot. Snoop, it's pretty cute. don't you I have mean, like 10 cute. businesses to be running? He does. He does who or whoever. Whomever. Snoop Incorporated is, is posting a lot of like pretty funny videos. Oh. Kind of sweet. Well, I would follow Snoop, but I can't because I am actually trying to spent less time on Instagram. I'm trying to do my post and then just put my phone down because I have a lot to do, you guys. And it turns out just sitting and looking on Instagram doesn't get those things done. So uh, it's all about finding my balance. And um, so, yeah, I'm working on my finding my balance. And I'm trying to, like I said, I'm slowly reading this book on meditation. I have dropped off as a reader so much in my adult life. I read so much when I was younger, but as an adult, it's been pretty, pretty sparse. So I'm... You also have a child. Yeah. Mm. For me, that's that creates an obstacle to, to reading and to doing lots of things. But like I... Um, <laughs> while she also gives, gives and gives so much to my life, just to be clear, so don't get your little panties in a twisty. Um, but I'm slowly reading a book and I gotta say, I am giving myself gentle pats on my back. Like, mm. okay, Adele, you got through another page and you didn't fall asleep and you didn't go through a different to-do list in your head while reading that page. So good job. I think today, maybe I'm starting to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. We are okay. we are late with this podcast. Yeah, this is late. But it's late. Who's which, I also, which also kind of like unnerved threw, me. Threw you off. Me too. I was like, we got to get this done. I mean, we, we were accepting Thursday as a, a date to post. But, I know. Uh, Surprise. Now it's coming out Friday. It's coming out on Friday. Oh, you guys. And then we have a show on Saturday. We're nervous. We've got a lot going on. Okay. And I got John Davis is coming to town <sighs> next week. We're going to... We're going to work on the full complosion stuff. Yeah, I know. My Epson printer isn't working. I have some orders to fill from the Barlow Family General Store. And I, I, I'm I, feeling very bad because uh, my printer's not working and I don't know how to make it work. And I, I get real mad at it. And I feel like the guy in office space who takes the printer out into the field and beats it with a baseball bat. And Do you remember that scene? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I remember that scene. Of course I do. Can you appreciate that movie if you've never even worked in an office? Or for you, was it kind of like, huh, what's this like? What's it like for these goofy guys? Like, No, I, I have a lot of, I don't know, I have a lot of feelings or empathy for people who work in offices, even though I have not personally experienced that. No, I meant when you saw the movie, did you feel like you could relate at all to the feelings that they had, you know, like working Absolutely. in that job? It's a Mike Judge film. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... Mike Judge is a, a genius. He's Beavis and Butthead. Oh. He's the man. Oh, well, then that... I love no. Beavis and Butthead, so he's, that explains he's, everything. He's idiocracy. <laughs> he's tales from the tour bus. Oh. He is... Well, I just felt like... I've, I I really haven't worked on, like, an off... Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to call this one. Okay. That's fine. 
Good job, you two. Uh, you did your best. Your 40th episode. Congratulations. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.